Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive into today's episode on the Influence Podcast. Okay, so... What I want to walk through now is what I would consider as being one of the most powerful branding mechanisms and um, uh, elements, if you like, uh, key components of branding that I've seen. Uh, and it's something certainly that I'm, I'm um, looking at in my own business, but would urge you to consider and, and uh, suggest that you consider uh, for your own work as well and for, for, for the brand that you're looking to build. The one thing I would emphasize is that this is on a, or the intention of this is, is thinking on a significantly larger scale than what does the day-to-day activity of my company look like, or what do my day-to-day actions look like in terms of how I earn an income, either if I'm a sole, solopreneur, if I'm an entrepreneur, if I have a small team. This is more around kind of the direction of the company and how you want to be seen and, and perceived by a wider audience. That's the intention here, and that's the, the goal here. So it's very much around the branding, and it the the initial thought that I had from this, and the first time I saw this, was from a book called Scaling Up, which I have mentioned previously. It's it's um, it's by uh, written originally by a guy called Vern Harnish, and um, a company called Gazelles, uh, who work with companies uh, of of guess all different sizes, helping them grow and scale and um, to a kind of a global degree. And there are f- there's one particular element in this book which has stuck with me um, continually, really. It's, it's, it, I, I remember picking it up the first time that I ever saw it, and then it's kind of just stayed with me and come back to me again and again as I've, you know, the, with the ebbs and flow of the business, if you like. And the idea being that within your brand, uh, within the wider marketplace, that you own or you are looking to own a specific word in the mind of your audience. You own a word in the mind of your audience. So as an example, if you think the word search, you generally would think Google. Okay, Google literally owned the word search um, or more or less owned the word search with, 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 with most people. If you think, oh, I need to search it online, then you think, oh, I need to Google it. Okay, yes, Google is a word, uh, that has been created from this to Google something, uh, but really they own search. Okay, that's the idea of, of of where this comes from. And there's a few companies out there and a few brands out there that I think have done this really, really well um, that I'm familiar with, and I want to share them with you, but also show you a little bit about what we're looking at as well and how we can do this. 
Another example might be, um, or the examples that Vern Harnish gives in the book are um, the uh, a couple of car companies. Okay, so you've got uh, Volvo, for example. Um, he suggests that Volvo owns the word safety. Okay, um, as in they are they can't necessarily own the word automobile because there's multiple automobiles out there, there's multiple cars out there. So Volvo is all about safety. That's the idea. Whereas BMW is all about driving experience. So on one hand, you've got this car and this company, this make of car that guarantees or is, is very much around the importance of safety. And you've got another car company. They do the same thing. They get you from A to B. But the experience or, or BMWs is about the driving experience. And this got me thinking about, well, what does this look like for our company? And it may be something that you may have considered. It might be something that you think, that, that does this even relate to me? It totally, totally depends whether this is on your radar at the moment. And it might be, but it might not be. But there's four examples that I really want to share with you, which I absolutely love. And I think they do it really, really well. And they're within, um, I say within the, my world or realm, uh, but they're companies that I'm familiar with. And I, I can see how they're doing this really, really well. You might have some of these of your own. You might even suggest the, the companies I suggest. You might say, oh, I don't think of them when I do this. And that's okay. Um, they, own, they own that word in my mind, but they might not do it in your mind. And again, that's absolutely fine. And the first of those is a, um, a company or, or the, the, the word is disruptive. Okay, disruptive. Now, when I think disruptive, when I personally think disruptive, that takes my mind to a guy called Rob Moore you may or may not be familiar with. He owns progressive, or what was called progressive property. I think it's now called progressive success. Multiple different companies. He's a speaker, he's got his own podcast, all these types of things. Um, and if you know who he is, or if you recognize the name, then you will know uh, he refers to himself as the disruptive entrepreneur. And the word that he is looking to own, or the mind show, if you like, that he has, is that word disruptive. Now, that's really powerful because in my mind, every single time I hear the word disruptive, I immediately think of him. So he's got that, that, that mind share, if you like. He's occupied that space in my mind um, with that one word. The second one is somebody that I work closely with, uh, Paul, my mentor, and his company, which is called Rethink. And particularly the one that, uh, that he kind of uh, built his business around, or uh, his, uh, his money around, which was Rethink Social Media. He has since gone on to do rethink time management, um, rethink finances for, for children, teenagers. He's got rethink um, social media marketing. So there's various different kind of rethink um, thing or areas for people to rethink. Rethink health is another one that I, I believe that he's got. Rethink book writing is another one that he's got. And so there's multiple different angles to that one word. But the reason I love it, and I, I really do like that, is that the whole premise is we have an idea of what it what what we think the or what we believe these things are maybe what we've been told these things are or preconceived values about what social media is really like how to manage our time um, how, you know how to look after our health how to exercise but actually the encouragement to rethink is it's bigger than just the the teachings it's it's more it's almost like a way of life it's almost like a mental model to help you approach these things in a totally different way. And I just, for me, that's, that's just crazy powerful. I really think it is. And when you hang on a word like this, like disruptive, like rethink, you can see the potential for it to go really, really big. Now, these aren't words um, that are, 
I don't say mainstream, they're more concepts, right? Disruptive, it feels like more of a concept. Rethink feels more like a, a concept rather than a hard, fast word that somebody might own, try and own like phone or computer or book or something like that. It, it feels more of a, of a concept in my mind. The third person in that space that I, um, I come to again and again is slightly different in the phrasing, um, but the word or the, the, the shortened phrase is KPI. KPI for, for, for many different people will, will, will be key performance indicator, um, a business term and, and goal setting term as such. For me, when I hear KPI, I always think key person of influence. Now, again, for those of you in the know, I say in the know like it's a secret club, um, well, for those of you who are aware of that, that phrase, KPI, uh, that's Daniel Priestley's book or one of his books. I'm sure he has programs uh, on this as well. It's, it's um, something that I was first introduced to him by, uh, or by a friend to him, and his book, The Key Person of Influence. The idea being that as a key person of influence, as a, uh, a leader in your field, there are certain things that, that every leader, every standout performer in every niche, any niche, has five key principles. Um, I won't go through those now. I've, I would recommend taking a look at that book at some stage if you haven't already. But the great thing, the thing that I think he's done really, really well is that he, in my mind, he owns that phrase or that um, uh, acronym of KPI. Yes, it's been done before. Yes, uh, KPI, you think key performance indicator. Maybe maybe 99.99% of the, the world po- world's population who know the phrase KPI think key performance indicator. That's fine. Uh, but in my mind, it's key person of influence. And I think that's why, why it's so powerful. And so where we are at the moment, and this is something that I'm certainly pondering and going over in my mind at the moment, is what is the word that we own? Um, right now, we probably don't, right? We don't. I don't think we do. Um, but what is, the word, what is the word that we could own? And this is very much a long-term play in that I'm not thinking, hmm, how do we own this, this, this word by February? Or, by, like, I don't know, by, in fact, it's February now. So how do we own this word by April 2022? Is that possible? How do we do that? So that's my first thought is how do we actually get to that stage where we could potentially and possibly own that word? Or what could that word specifically be? Now, linked to one of the words that I've, I've come back to, I've mentioned before, it's the name of the podcast. Um, it's, it's, it's something that I think we could definitely go with, is influence. Influence has, you know, it, it could have an angle with so many different areas. It could be influence um, money influence relationships it could be influence health it could be influence business um are all the the different areas that that immediately spring to mind when i think of how we could build that brand and as i mentioned before this isn't a short-term play where i'm thinking how do we get this done by april i'm thinking 5 10 15 20 30 years and beyond how do we use this word or could we leverage this particular word or any word to better position and better represent our brand and our company. Now, downsides with this word, uh, it's pretty mainstream with Instagram in that you think Instagram, you think influencer, makes it a little bit trickier. If you Google the word influence, then you get Robert uh, Cialdini's, however you pronounce his name, Robert, Robert Cialdini, Cialdini, his book pops up. And, and this book was, 
if you like, kind of the cornerstone of influence and imparting influence on um, personal relationships, in business, in conducting yourself as well. So in in some ways, I think, mm, has that word been done already? Um, maybe it has, maybe it hasn't. But the the world you know that that existed when that book came out originally um, is very different to the world now. It's very different to what the world will be in 10, 20, 30, 40 years time. So maybe there is potential around that. Or the other thought is, do we just go with a totally different word? You know, does it need to be influenced? Do we go with something that's slightly less mainstream, but could also give an angle? And in my mind, disruptive rethink KPI are all slightly less mainstream than the word influence. It feels a little bit harder to own that word influence. I'm not saying we shouldn't try it because it's hard, but it feels a little, a little bit harder to own that word influence in that it could almost be a little bit too broad and and maybe it's not specific enough. Maybe it doesn't doesn't impact or influence enough um, for, want of, for want of a better phrase. Uh, maybe it doesn't say enough. Maybe it does say enough. I'm not too sure. This is this is all part of the thinking process. But this is where we are at the moment. Anyway, that's that's a ongoing thinking process for my brain, which I'm sure you don't want to, to to listen to right now. However, what are the takeaways from this, and what am I looking to really share with you here? The idea that if you are building a brand, and if you're committed to building a brand, that you can it it becomes more than just a I say it becomes more than a business. It doesn't necessarily have to become more than a business, but it, it it's more than just the the in out and the exchange of money. It's not just money comes in, money goes out, money comes in, money goes out. It's more how do we actually do something that could really impact people and stay in the minds of people, whether it's a personal brand in that I'm putting my face out there or whether it's a business brand in that this is the company that we're launching with and there's people, say, behind the scenes. Whichever, whichever it is, if, I think if you're, if you're thinking longer term and, and how do we really take this to the next level, and it's all something that fascinates me, then what could that word be that is relevant for us? And it might be exactly the same for your business, whether you are um, just getting started with your business, whether you have physical products, whether you've been doing business for 15 years, whether you are in um, food and drink or hospitality or education, whatever the, what, you know, whatever industry you might be in, I'd still be fascinated to know the types of words that you own or think that you own or would like to own in the future and what that might look like. It might be something that just doesn't, <laughs> you haven't even considered, but it might be a little bit of further information and further reading. So uh, hopefully this has been an insightful um, journey into, uh, if nothing else, the in, inner workings of my brain and how we can uh, get out there and impact and reach more people. But I would love to know your thoughts about maybe your own word and words that you'd like to own as well in the marketplace. Thanks so much for being with us and I'll speak to you very soon. Hi friends, Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. 
If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.